Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and today is Saturday, April 30th, 2022. It's been a busy day. It has been a productive day for me. So let's get into it and talk a little bit about some of the things that I've been working on since I didn't get to doing a podcast yesterday. So today was a good day beautiful day in PA here, which is kind of rare. Um, things have been rainy recently, but it was a nice day today, which I'm super grateful for. I got up a little bit later and got to work a little bit later as well, but I do try to get some work done on Saturdays and Sundays just because it's kind of important to be on top of things. And a lot of people when they're starting a business work, not all the time, but pretty much all the time. They're putting in 70, 80 hours a week. So that's what I'm trying to hit. And I woke up and got started on that kind of stuff. What I mainly did today was just research on Amazon. And I found a guy yesterday on YouTube who does a lot of Amazon replenishables. So I was looking into that a little bit. It's just really tough though. It's tough when you find people on YouTube and maybe let's just touch on this. When you find people on YouTube, you have to have like a BS meter going in your head because there's so many people on YouTube that's only goal is to lead you into like a big funnel where they want to sell you a course. And you can find this from some of the biggest resellers out there to just some of the regular like rando resellers that you find on YouTube. And it's really important to make sure you kind of have that going because it's very easy to get got, right? Especially if you're like trying to figure something out and you just feel like, I wish I could get this information faster. And you end up signing up for a course and you pay like 500 to 1,000 bucks and realize that it wasn't even what you needed or you could have found the answers you needed in like a much more accessible way that's free or, or just anything or you buy it and then you find out that like the course doesn't really cover what you thought it would or there's no real secret to the course it's just like a place where all the information that you half of it you know some of the stuff you may not know but like it's all gathered in one place and that's fine if you're looking for that if, if you're looking for that sort of thing and you like are really new and you have no idea about Amazon or eBay I think that's fine but like you have so many people that do courses and they're kind of just like shysters where they just want to sell you stuff and some of them are really good people no doubt and some of them have really good information no doubt but there are a lot of people out there that don't and they just kind of put some stuff together they slap it together they say hey I'm going to make money off of this which is like fine go get yours if you're going to make money but it's just you need to if you're somebody trying to learn you need to really have like a, a lie detector going in your head to make sure that you're not getting got by some of these people who just want to sell you a course just so they can make money because a lot of them didn't actually learn to resell. And so I was paying attention to what he was saying. A lot of the stuff he's talking about does seem kind of legitimate though. And he seems like he really knows what he's talking about from an Amazon standpoint. So that was kind of cool. And he does sell a course, which I'm like not super happy to like when people kind of throw their course at you a lot, that's something that I'm not super pumped about, but he did seem like he knew what he was talking about. And in some of the stuff that he was referencing, he's talking about a book called Profit First, and he was talking about some other Amazon information where I've kind of been reselling long enough to understand if somebody's talking about something that seems legitimate or not. He seemed pretty legit, but he also sold like some stuff on the side. I, I kind of understand that. And if the numbers he's saying are true, that he does each year, then like he probably should have a course because he said he was doing over a million dollars in sales on Amazon annually and he'd been doing it for a few years. And if I was at that point, I would feel very comfortable selling a course knowing that uh, I could teach somebody how to replicate what I'm doing and that it would be something that I've, I've done repetitively, I've done it a lot and I've been able to build a system around it. Because doing a million dollars in 
sales on Amazon is tough enough, but doing it repeatedly where you're going and getting a million dollars in sales year after year after year, that's a tough thing to do. It's tough to be repeatable. It's it's tough enough to get it once, but to keep that going and to build a repeatable business is extremely difficult, and you really have to be on your toes. You really have to be in the nitty-gritty and, and build something that's more than just this basic, like, I don't know, house of cards that's going to fall down as soon as you kind of leave the thing. You want it to actually have some structure. You want it to be able to operate and run without you being in the day-to-day. And if you can build that, then you should have a course. You should write a book. You should do these things to teach people. But if you can't do that, then like don't do those sorts of things. And he seemed like he knew what he was doing. He also sold a book on Amazon. And that sort of thing, again, you're like, okay, is this real? Is this not? But it had like 170 reviews. And I was like, okay, most books don't have that. I've read a lot of books and like or I've looked at a lot of different books just for, through selling on Amazon and then through like some people that say hey I have a book and I'm like okay this guy's a book let's see what it has that's not easy to get 170 reviews it's actually like pretty tough to be able to get that on any product on Amazon so like good for him he seems like he knows what he's doing but I was looking into that a little bit I did do some deep research and trying to figure out how to find items to sell on Amazon is replenishables a real thing is it worth it it seems like it's real it seems like it focuses pretty heavily on grocery which is like not something I want to do because the issue is with makeup and grocery those are things that people are either putting on their body or into their body and you get into a weird spot if somebody has an allergic reaction to those sorts of things where they can sue you and granted you didn't make the product but they there are situations where people have been sued before for being a seller or a third-party seller of a product because they in turn pass that on to the buyer so if you sell and this is like a broad thing but like my fear would be that I would sell a, a food product and then somebody would have an allergic reaction, come back and sue me and then sue like the main brand. And granted, they should have known, they should have looked on the box and seen that it said, hey, may contain you know nuts or whatever they had an allergic reaction to. And that sort of thing is like a really sketchy thing because obviously you feel bad for somebody that has an allergic reaction, but like pay attention to what you're eating. And so if you're buying that sort of thing on Amazon, like it should be on, it should be on you. You should actually know what you're, what you're buying and eating. But if there's a weird place where you can end up getting like sued as a seller and you don't want to be in that spot and so for me I'm like super cautious about stuff like that because I think a lot of people jump right in which is good to do on a lot of things but on something where you could make one thing one slip up or one thing that goes wrong or somebody like puts makeup on and gets a weird rash or something like that I just don't want to be in that spot there's a lot of people that are very successful in selling it and it's not to say that I wouldn't ever sell it I have business insurance but it's just not something that I'm like super comfortable with right out the get. And so I've been trying to do some research on stuff that's not those products. It's hard to find replenishables that are not those products because they are those sorts of products are like really good sellers. So anyway, that's an aside. So I did some research on that today. Didn't find a whole ton. I found maybe a couple things that I was kind of interested in selling. I was using Keepa. I was using Ace and Zen. Those seem to be really good tools to use for Amazon. And then the other products or the other things I was using was DS Amazon Quick View is another one that I like to use. And there was a third one, I think. It was like a text. It was like an Amazon search expander. And I got those from the guy that was talking about how to do uh, replenishables. I think his name's Ask Jimmy Smith on YouTube. I'm in no way affiliated with him or like promoting him, but he did have some good stuff. So I'll give credit where it's due. And 
that was like those sorts of tools were really helpful in trying to find items trying to figure out what the ranks are keep is really nice because you can see how fast things are selling you can see what the current buy box price is if you pay for premium you can see how many sellers had been on the listing before you can see which sellers had held the buy box previously up to a year like previous to when things had sold you can do all sorts of stuff like that so keep is like in my opinion and i think every other amazon seller's opinion the essential tool you need to buy it if you're going to sell on amazon and you want to do it at scale you just have to and you don't question it you don't say hey it's 20 bucks a month i can't afford that like if you plan on selling on amazon at scale buy keepa and just don't worry about it like that's the one thing maybe buying an amazon pro account would be the other thing because you can get ungated with that you can't get ungated in things if you don't have a pro seller account so just like those are the two things the other thing that i use is amazon uh it's called ace and zen and it shows you like just at the top whenever you search an item you click on the page it transforms the part that shows you the price into basically like an amazon seller like hub where you can look and see like all the information on the product you want it shows you the seller rank at the top it shows you the ace in the upc code it shows you how many have sold per month a guesstimate like a guesstimation of how many have sold per month and how many how much like revenue that item generates per month it shows you like a small little like breakout of like there's a built-in calculator so it shows you the lowest current buy box price and then you can type in what your current cost of goods would be and it'll tell you how much profit you'll make and it links up with amazon so it knows all of the profit equations so you're not just getting some random like joe schmo put together this thing that's not real and the the equations are all outdated and you're not getting accurate selling information it's all up to date and so that sort of thing I consider pretty much essential as well because it shows me how much money I can make on a product and it's just all right there. And again, I'm not affiliated with any of these products. I, I think I may be able to get an affiliate link for one of them or a couple of them. And I may put that somewhere just if people want to use them and hey, like I'll get a kickback from that. That'd be cool. But these are products that I use every day um, and that I'm planning on using for Amazon should I choose to kind of make my business go that way. And so I've been bouncing around some ideas in my head. I'm, I just the more that I look at eBay, I love eBay. I love selling on eBay. I think eBay at scale, you really have to get into something that's super safe, uh, not like shoes, not like video games, not like anything like that, unless you have a very reputable like wholesale distributor or something that's selling you the things because what a lot of people find is that they get really big on these platforms and then they crack back on them and say hey where's your invoices for these and like you may have invoices but it's like well do you have permission to sell a million dollars of goods from nike do you have permission from adidas to sell and resell a million dollars worth of goods from adidas and if you don't it's just really tough to be able to continue selling those sorts of products on that platform so that's something that I've seen with eBay, obviously, with what happened to um, Daily Refinement. That was kind of a different story, but he's not the first person that's gotten banned for life from eBay, and he won't be the last. And so there's just a lot of things to pay attention to because you don't want to lose your, your business over something silly like uh, a thing you didn't understand. So that's kind of what I'm looking at here, trying to branch out just a little bit and expand my business. I've always wanted to go into Amazon and learn Amazon because there's so much scale you can do with Amazon and there's so much you can do with Amazon. I mean, you can do retail arbitrage and online arbitrage, but those are kind of a means to an end and that's kind of the tough part for me. If I could build a, a business that does a million dollars in revenue a year, that'd be really cool doing like online or arbitrage. But the tough part is like, how do you do more than that? How do you continue to build it? past that and that's the tough part i do think though building a business like that would teach me amazon at a very good level that way i could do a wholesale or a private label product 
and at least have the capital to go in and do that sort of thing and the knowledge of how Amazon works and how to communicate with customers and how to ship things into FBA and all that kind of stuff, like just the ins and outs, I think that would come through building a business, doing online arbitrage, retail arbitrage, and then I could do a wholesale or a private label or abandon Amazon and go do something else. Like there's like, I just want to learn the business skills and I would like to build a business that generates enough revenue for me to be able to have the profit to live off of comfortably and then like parlay that into something else where I can actually continue to make money and I don't have to be continuously working on the business every day full day 12 16 hour days just trying to get things done like that's not that's not an end game for me that I want so anyway that all kind of loops back to say I'm working right now and just trying to figure out what I want to do with Amazon there's a lot of people that make a lot of money on it it's a very it's a very tough platform to to kind of walk that tightrope with sometimes because a lot of people end up doing something where it's not even their fault. They, they ship something out, a buyer doesn't want to pay the return shipping. They say, hey, this is an inauthentic product. Well, Amazon takes that way more seriously than most platforms. And they also take that to a different degree of severity versus something where they say, hey, um, you know, the product, it, it arrived damaged because the shipper damaged it or whatever. Like, you're not going to get in trouble because the product arrives damaged if FedEx kicks the box and damages the product. You will get in a lot of trouble if they say the product was inauthentic. And either way, the buyer doesn't have to pay the return shipping. So it's kind of like, you know, praying that you don't get that inauthentic claim because that could really hurt you. So all that goes to say that that's kind of what I'm working through right now. It's been slow. It's not fun. Just to be honest, it's not. Because when you're sitting on Amazon looking at products all day, it's not the most thrilling of work. I do enjoy working, like starting a business and working with a business, but kind of the the day-to-day monotony of just sitting there looking at products and going through it. And you may say, hey, you have a VA. Why don't they do it? Well, the tough part is if the VA is doing the work, they're not going to know what to do because I don't know what to do. And I, I don't know anything about Amazon outside of maybe the you know, 30, 40 sales I've made on their total. And so it's something where I'm trying to learn the ins and outs of where to find products and what products sell well and what products should I sell versus shouldn't I sell and what products are going to get super saturated very quickly. Uh, the VA is not going to know any of that. And if I just, I just try and outsource stuff to, to him, it would be really tough for him to even know where to start because I'm still learning where to start. So... I'm trying to work through that, learn how to kind of get my bearings with it. Hopefully one day start to outsource some of the research to him. But it's a day-by-day process, and that's kind of what I'm stressing right now. Just taking steps forward and not trying to go laterally, trying to move towards the goal of actually building a successful reselling business. So that's where I'm at right now. So anyway, that's what I got for you today. Hopefully that helps. I'm going to get going. You guys have a great rest of your Saturday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.